0: Welcome to the first episode of Good Mood Marketing. I'm Christy McFerrin. I'm the president of Catalyst Marketing, and I'm here with...
1: My name is Katie Degutis. I'm the vice president of operations.
2: And I'm Thomas Miranda. I'm the vice president of business development.
0: Yeah, Catalyst Marketing. So we are in the real estate marketing space and we focus on student housing, multifamily and senior living and a few things here and there outside of it, like multipurpose developments and residential home developments and things like that. But we're squarely in the real estate space and we're also a marketing agency. So that brings a couple of areas of expertise um, around to us. And we just really enjoy what we do and want to talk a little bit about our culture and Good Mood Marketing and what that means to us. Um, Thomas, you want to color in a little bit more about Catalyst?
2: Yeah. um, Like Christy mentioned, we are a real estate marketing agency, and most of the folks that we work with are developers, property managers, owners, um, and multifamily students, senior living. My role specifically, I'm a vice president of business development, and so I'm kind of the front face of Catalyst. I'll engage in conversations and try to um, see if we're a good fit with a client, and then bring them in and introduce them to the rest of our team. So I love doing that. I've been doing business development for the last 11, 12 years. That's my background, whether it's selling products or services. I love finding solutions and tailoring it to clients. So I'll hand it over to Katie.
1: Yep. As the vice president of operations, I hope hope to oversee our production team. So any kind of contract deliverables, timelines, billing, a little bit of everything kind of changes day to day. Um, Prior to Catalyst, I've been here for about eight years. And before that, I was in real estate in uh, the Austin area, specifically property management around the University of Texas. So worked over there for about five years before coming and started out in copywriting and it's really evolved throughout the years to different creative roles and now operations.
0: That's right. I've been here for about eight years as well and like Katie, I started um, in the creative team actually and worked my way over into operations and now have the opportunity to lead the company and I really look at that opportunity um, seriously and that's part of why we're here today because we want to talk about good mood marketing and um, working in an agency and running an agency, we've seen a lot of things. Uh, th- this is part of our leadership team here together. And we've just worked really hard with our team and our coworkers to put together kind of a culture that puts people in a good mood, I guess, to overstate it. Um, yeah, I think
1: that uh, throughout the pandemic, we really saw how stressful work can be. And, and knowing that we've got a good team behind us has made a huge difference and still wanting to show up and wanting to put the work in.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that we've put together is our gold standard. And we work together as a leadership team um, to just kind of line out what our gold standard is. It started with reading um, a lot of books. um, And we started with the Ritz-Carlton's gold standard book about how they create a service, um, services of excellence in their culture. And how they went about doing that. And then we also read another book called Eat Their Lunch um, from the sales front. we kind of have blended those together to create our own set of values.
2: Yeah, I think from uh, just a sales stand- from standpoint, uh, the Eat Your Lunch book was from Anthony Yanorino, I believe that's how you mm-hmm. uh, say his name. But it's really kind of giving us framework of how to become more of a partner and not just a vendor. A lot of times in this space, everything's very transactional, but ultimately you want to build a relationship with uh, your clients and they build a relationship with you so you can have long-term success together. We think, you know, if you're doing something just for six months or 12 months, it might not be enough time to really um, bring projects into fruition in a way that's sustainable and efficient. And so We've kind of taken some notes from that book to really uh, position ourselves as partners, and I think we've been doing that the last eighteen months uh, since we we had those conversations.
1: Yeah, and I would say from the new gold standard book that it it really helped to identify kind of how you can recognize what is right and what the good thing is to do for customers, and it really allowed our team to kind of have some flexibility and be able to make the call themselves on how to handle different situations with clients when they came up or if a project went out of scope, knowing that it might be out of scope this time around, but long-term it's going to help the relationship and it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah. And it's always a a balance with leadership. You're trying to empower people to be able to be decision makers, um, but you you can't really plan for every situation that's going to come along. And so you have to have a framework to make those decisions and, and some guidelines and something that everyone understands is central to your culture, central to your company, good for the business, um, and good for the customer as well. So we've put these together. There are five kind of overarching, um, concepts or themes. The first one is thriving relationships. The second one is professional communication. The third is strategic marketing, the fourth is powerful creative and the fifth is punctual delivery. And those are all very basic um keys to good business and really kind of any business. Um but you would be surprised. It's hard to um kind of come by that these days. And it's also something that involves integrity and a lot of willpower to stick to those kind of values. And we really wanted to do a lot of work to make those things forefront uh, because your biggest mistakes and your your most costly mistakes in business usually come around one of those five areas.
2: Well, what I think is that it's both uh, kind of a, a set of standards for team members that are currently with us and those that are going to join right to have these set of standards where everybody can kind of look and strive to every day. And it's, you know, inked in paper and we talk about it every week. I think it's a lot different than other companies or agencies we've been from where Mm -hmm. there may just be the statement or the mission statement or tagline on the website, but there's no other conversation around it. We really want to put something tangible in front of people and then have practical ways to discuss them. Um, whether through different avenues that we'll discuss here on this podcast.
1: Right. I think we've probably all worked somewhere where they had the uh, values painted up on the wall or posted somewhere <laughs> that everyone passed it every day, but you become blind to it because you're so used to seeing it and it doesn't actually hold true to your purpose and what you're doing every every day.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of ways we really try to keep it fresh. And like Thomas was saying, it's something that we... We use to train. Um, we also use it as a brand promise, and we use it to reward our team members as well. Um, and so we have like a several routines and and sort of rituals that we do um, on a weekly basis. We have a weekly team meeting on Friday mornings, and we've always kind of had this built in good news session where we kind of go around and everyone talks about what's your good news on the business side for the week, and also what's your personal good news, and usually that leads into talking about a lot of weekend plans and people having really vibrant uh, social lives on the weekend. Um, and so that's a bonding factor. <clears throat> and then we also have kind of business good news, and it's usually centered around um, these values as
2: well. I think it's a uh, the weekly meetings, especially on fr- the Friday one, is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. It's really when you get to know your team really well. And for us, fortunately, there hasn't been much turnover at all during this whole time during the pandemic, so like I feel like we we really know each other's like, hey, what this person's probably going to do on the weekend, and and just it's like a nice little banter, and and I, it's starting to feel, like, dare I say, like family. But we've known each other for the last two years and get to know like what everybody's doing. It's yeah. a fun time, and just we always get out of there with a good mood. Literally,
1: it's really led to to people that maybe aren't from Austin being able to kind of get to know the city yeah. from other teammates and and what they're doing for the weekend as well as I definitely have been on vacation before and seen the chat blowing up during that meeting in the morning. And it's like, man, I wish I knew what they were talking about. I wish I were a part of it right now. And there's a little bit of FOMO if you're not on that call.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's always some cryptic humor going on if you're not not on it.
1: Without the reference, it's a little hard sometimes, but it's always amusing.
0: One of the other things we add to that Friday morning meeting too is our gold standard nominations. So we just have a quick Google form that people can go in and fill out um, and just nominate and give a shout out to people that they've seen working along the gold standard that week. Um, You know, whether it's been somebody in creative or somebody in account management um, you know, working with each other and seeing that gold standard in action and we call them out and read through all those nominations. And then afterwards we send that out to the team and it's just a great way to reaffirm um, that
2: we see you doing good. And for everyone else, like I'm, I'm working on the business development side. And so I don't really see production day to day and seeing people being highlighted for different parts of their work gives me kind of some insight into what's going on. And then for other team members that may be on the web development team or creative team, seeing others being nominated for certain things, I think it definitely helps boost morale mm-hmm. and just give a sense of togetherness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess after we give those nominations, they build up quarterly and they, for the, every number, every nomination you've received, you get thrown into a raffle for a little prize. It's not so little anymore. Um, so it's kind of worth uh, taking the time to do that and then just not only having that shout out, but that chance to win a little bit of money. Um, another way we kind of build this into our culture is just through retrospectives and CX initiatives. So the whole point of even the nominations and the the Friday morning meeting is we're just trying to find ways over and over to reinforce what we expect. And so, um, yeah, I lost it.
1: Yeah. Um, The team retrospectives are definitely a good way to kind of bring projects individually back to it. So I think we do a lot for one another's morale and, and personally to call people out for their good work. But we've really taken these and used, I think it's called the Likert scale to identify like how did we perform as far as thriving relationships and we have three specific things within those thriving relationships category that did we hit all of these did we serve them on good days and bads did good days and bad did we live by our values did we center our relationship on clear goals and success definitions and then being able to look at everyone's opinion on that because the account manager may have thought that communication was going great with it, but there was some confusion between the creative team on what needed to be included. And then we get together and we go through those results with everyone and, and find efficiencies, places where we can improve our process for next time around. Or it's, it's also a great pat on the back when things have gone really well.
2: And we're creating a, a culture that is kind of receptive of feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want in a, A culture that we're trying to build is everyone is able to take feedback and give feedback in an honest way and where we can evaluate our own work, right? We're not perfect as an agency, um, but we always want to get better. And I think the retrospective is a great great practical way to do that.
0: That's right. And I guess we didn't say in the beginning, but each of those five principles has sort of three... Uh, sub points to it that helps define it and put that tangibility and practicality to each one of them. It's not just, hey, if you work here, we want you to be really good at thriving relationships. <laughs> no, we've defined it. For example, we live by our values. Uh, we center our relationships on clear goals and success definitions. And third, like Katie said, we serve people on good days and bad. And and so each one of those you can find in the show notes, you can find these and the link to it um, and read them. But um, Thomas, what would you say is like your favorite one of these and Kind of what, how have you seen that in action here?
2: For me, I mean, it makes sense, right? Thriving relationships uh, goes (laughs) hand in hand with business development. Um, But I think it's, you know, we live by our values is definitely one of them that sticks out to me. Because since I'm the first person that, uh, you know, a prospect client is going to talk to, really I'm I'm going to be their first impression of what Catalyst is. is. So I want to live out those values on that first call and then also demonstrate what our team's about. And so I think prof- the thriving relationships and then professional communication also of just being able to build trust and report um, with clients. And so those two for me personally is are the most re- relevant. I think the other three sometimes goes more t- uh, to our creative and production team. But yeah, thriving relationships and professional communication is are the two um, gold standards that I look at day to day.
1: Yeah. I'm a little more on the uh, OCD side. So punctual delivery <laughs> is pretty high on my list. What? So, <laughs> making sure that we're on time every step of the way is, is huge. I mean, that's going to be the difference between someone coming back later or not sometimes because people have deadlines they have to hit. Mm-hmm. If there's If you were going to move into an apartment tomorrow and it wasn't ready, you'd be pretty upset about it. So making sure that we're getting things out the door to what we've committed to our client and then hopefully being able to go above and surprise and delight by even delivering early is always something that we're aiming to do.
0: Yeah. And I think it's really cool because a lot of these we've sort of built in metrics around them. Well, for example, the... Being on time every step of the way, we've got a punctuality score that I've worked with Katie and and her teammate Connor on to go through each of our projects and look at you know how on time were we and we deliver that um, kind of ratio. Of Fourteen out of fifteen projects were on time this week or hopefully 15 out of 15 and we're always working on that percentage. Um, and he delivers that to the team on Mondays as part of a way to kick off the week. And we were thinking about putting it on Fridays, but we don't want really to kill the Friday vibes too much, too much with the punctuality score. So hopefully we,
1: it's always good news and it doesn't. Yeah, but, that's right. But we, we want to keep it real. We,
0: we talk about it on Monday mornings to give people that little kick in there and the, in the seat to get going and and have a good Monday um, and get busy with it. And then there's another um, kind of piece, the strategic marketing. I think this is really the heartbeat of all of it, um, is, you know, people come to us to be their strategic partner. And of course we want a good relationship that's built on good communication and just your basic people skills, um, you know, of serving people on good days and bad, but at the heart, you know, they're here to buy strategic marketing from us that really works. Um, They, of course, want it on time and they want the creative to wow them. And that's part of how the marketing will have its effect. But measuring that ROI and being able to prove that value in that relationship is really like that middle value. That middle thing is the the key to what keeps us going. And I think our dashboards, the data list dashboards that we've created with Daniel and, and some of the rest of the team, has been really key to that because our clients are able to see their spend and the results on that spend in real time. It like refreshes every fifteen minutes or so, and they're able to elevate the conversation instead of talking about last month's PDF, you know, report from data that's over a month old. By the time you get to talk about it, they're looking at it in real time and they're having conversations about adjusting spend and looking at market trends um, and able to pivot quickly. And I think that's really key to that strategic marketing piece and something that we do that helps set, set us apart a bit in that way.
1: Yeah. And I think that the dashboards are really a win that kind of came from everyone's commitment to mm-hmm. these gold standards. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone wanted to really dedicate some extra time outside of normal business hours and yeah. and get them off the ground because it, it reinforces that promise we've made to our client with all of these standards
0: we've had so many clients respond to them. We released them a little bit earlier this year and people just the other day asking, they're not even doing their marketing with their particular properties, a different set of properties. It's in a different portfolio. And they asked if we could just have the dashboard just for the their properties for another marketing group. And so that was an interesting tell um, on that. And then I think another piece of it too um, with a powerful creative, we've, we can't forget the amount of awards that have been won Uh, from the work our creative team has done and the interactive team has helped support by deploying it and Katie going out and getting applications for those awards. Mm -hmm. Like our whole team goes after that. And it's really nice because those, especially like the communicator awards are judged by industry professionals, just reaffirming that the work we're doing is meeting our values. And so when you get that reinforcement into a team and you, you sense that your values are real and they get from all kinds of angles, uh, measurements and KPIs and, and those sort of externalities that create um, a sense of integrity and oneness with your values is really key. And I think the reason we're spending this first episode talking about gold standard is because it is the basis for all good mood marketing here at Catalyst. And without the gold standard, it's hard to know what we're measuring against. And it would be hard to know if our good mood is valid or not. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know.
2: yeah and I, I think as far as just the gold standards itself with the rest of the team, like I mentioned before, it's it's where we aim at and it's also the way that we kind of nudge each other, right? Rub elbows, elbows um, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, we're keeping it or we're not. You get real buy-in from the team and you get to see which ones also don't and maybe motivate each other. And I think when you have that aura or culture, it makes everybody kind of want to achieve what the standard is.
1: Yeah. There's kind of that cliche of we work hard, we play hard, but (laughs) it kind of lets us know when it's time to play hard because the hard work has been done and things are in a really good spot with everything.
0: Yeah. I guess to sum it up, there's a quote on our website um, that says our standards aren't just something we strive for. They are the purpose we find in our work. It's who we are. We go to work every morning, excited to connect with our clients and hit our goals together. And that's really what we've tried to establish here. Um, and so I guess to close this off, Katie, what has you in a good mood today? For me, recording this today has
1: just been a lot of fun. It's been good to be back in person. There's a couple other people in the office today, so it's fun to be around one another. It's good to, to see each other's faces and really get some face time with one another.
2: I think I'm going to have to copy you. Um, I love seeing everybody here at the office today. And you know, when you work from home, for so much months, like some of us had to do. um, It's kind of lonely, right, when you don't have that banter, just that organic kind of talk with people in the hallways as you see them. And today we have quite a few of our teammates here, and so it just makes the office more lively and fun and and hearing people on calls. I mean, I just love that. But I'm a salesperson. I love to talk and I love (laughs) to listen to people, so that's what put me in a good mood today.
0: Yeah, and I have to say the same, not to be too (laughs) triplicate, but... It's really nice to get here and to get a podcast started and kicked off. So we look forward to more of that. Um, And that's it for today.
1: See you next time.